Howdy people, welcome to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. It is Sunday, the 25th of April, 2021, and this is episode 68. Coming up on today's show, Vita Lives! It turns out that the Vita and PlayStation 3 stores are not being shut down like they originally said. CD Projekt Red has opened up about Cyberpunk 2077 sales and returns, and Discord has apparently turned down buyouts from Microsoft and a few others. We'll get to all of that in just a bit, because we also have another special guest here this week, and no, it is not Gino Viteri this time. This Thankfully. week, this week we have more than one Kyle on the, the show, and I yep. am so happy. Yep. My name is Kyle Sp- Spurringer, and I am joined by Gino Viteri. I, I'm here. I'm Why not the special guest anymore. Why did you not introduce the other Kyle? Should have introduced him. There, man. Save best for last. You got the best for last. That's right. Bookends, bookends, you dude. should have said Alan first because we're gonna go like from <laughs> worst to best. You know what I mean? Damn. You should have said Alan first. Oh wow. I'll take that fall. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I'm alive, actually. There you go. And Ignacio Rojas. It means life. It lives. Clearly not that. It lives. It lives indeed. And last but not least, our special guest this week, the founder of 6-1 Indie and the host of PS Trophy Room. It is Kyle Stevenson. Kyle, welcome aboard. Also, I'm very nice. excited. This boy oh, is alive. Oh, yeah. 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 I got the beautiful blue baby blue. I know. I wish they still had the Kyle, how much? How much? How much? How much for it? What are you offering? How much for it? No, just buy, just buy, the, just, just buy the Aqua Vita from eBay. It's like a hundred and like ninety bucks. No, I want it from Kyle. Yeah, and then the memory card's three hundred. Touche. I just want to point out for like that. Well, the, just the you video. play people you watching play one video. Game? People like watching video, look at Kyle Stevenson's freaking background, dude. What a freaking Damn. room. Aaron, what a room this guy has here. It took a long time. To one get up to you, Kyle Springer. You had the best room here. Yeah. But I look mean, at this. I have Street Shark action figures and Power Rangers action figures still in the box. Yeah. The originals. I don't so. know. I don't know, wow, man. Nice. Ignacio's got those wires, nice. you know, in the background. That <laughs> I kind of appreciate a good wire. Yeah. The crooked yeah. TV. Comes together. Yeah. together. He's... Br- he's Ignacio's yeah. breaking up that that simple background with some with some wires. Actually, I have original art here, Final Fantasy fourteen original art. Of course. That um, I'll continue saying. I apologize for stealing it. They said to not print it out myself, uh, so I'll continue to apologize <laughs> for that. Just want to say that I don't know who the artist is, so I can't credit them. It's but, not. Uh, it's in... very beautiful. Very beautiful. I have NFT. Alan with you, with his couch. With my couch. <laughs> Hey, yeah. I'm I'm still only in a one bedroom apartment. I don't have an actual space yet, and uh-huh. I, I I'm I'm in a comfy spot. All right, it eventually. You sit on the floor. This is the floor that yeah. you're sitting on, right? Oh yeah, it's you the have floor. a couch there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you choose to sit on the floor. There was yeah. yeah, you're consciously choosing the floor over the yeah. really comfortable. Yeah. I don't have it. a way to set stuff up. To I don't have a pool mark. Okay. I work with I what I have. Alan, for us, sit on the couch for a second. Let's just no. see what that casualness looks like. No. Let's just see what it looks like. No. You sit on the couch. I'll do, it. I'll do it at the end. So there was something else. I don't know if it was one of, uh, of a stream or something else, but I saw you 
sitting behind, I think, an, another couch, but you <laughs> sitting on the floor. I don't remember. I, no. I no. think I saw what? you some. Nah, maybe was making it? it up. No, what? Like, I was going to say, what? Like, I'm, I'm in front of a couch. Be like, I'm in, I'm in front of a couch, but behind another couch. Couchception. No, How exactly. many couches do I actually own? Uh, you don't I know. I see two on the shot right now. That is not a couch. <laughs> it looks like it. No. Very that 80s is a vibe too. Very 80s that vibe. Is a, uh, that is a chair. Seat. That yeah, is a chair. There you, there you go. go. So, first of Kyle all, we Stevenson. have to address something. No, wait. Before we do anything, we have to address the elephant in the room. That we have Kyle Springer and Kyle Stevenson. What okay. are mm -hmm. we going to do to differentiate both of you? Okay. Okay. So mean, we talked about it. Whatever you want. Yeah, we talked about it uh, well, a little bit earlier, and uh, Gino said, "Hey, I Chief, was gonna. I'm fine with that. Who? Since who I read the news, right? Okay. And I want to throw it over to people. I'm gonna say Kyle, and then you guys are gonna get to have to guess. You're just gonna <laughs> have to guess who I'm talking sure. to. <laughs> we'll do rock paper scissors <laughs> okay. every time. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll, Ro Rochambeau. We'll say for Kyle Stevenson, Bro. we'll say Kai Kai, like he said his nieces like to say. Sure. And uh, Kyle yeah. Springer will say Kai Kai Kai. No, that actually that's a really bad. <laughs> that's a really yeah. bad acronym. Yeah. Not yeah. a good yeah. idea, Gino. Yeah. 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 Um, so, Kyle now, Springer, did you call it Rochambeau? Yeah, Rochambeau. That's what you call it. Oh, I well, because you watch, you know, reading, watching JoJo's, you know, they have a they have like a whole chapter and episode. Where a main character and a side villain they battle for their lives in rock paper scissors, but it's called Rochambeau. So you know, yeah, I just like how that I like how that sounds. It's Japanese, but I know some people yeah in the USA like that. But... That's right. Weird. I thought yeah. you were one. Of those. I prefer the Critical Role version. You what? Boulder Parchment Shears is what Critical Role. Uh, what was it? There you go. Uh, okay, so we got I... Kai Kai and we got uh, who's bringing Mister 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 Yo Kyle Yo Kyle or Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or Springer. Chief. Or Springer. Or Springer. Yeah, you can just right. call me by my, my last name. That's fine. That's right. But last names work. Awesome. Last names work, <laughs> indeed. Or oh, full names. I could just be like, Kyle Stevenson. What's up, dude? Yeah. No. Hi. Wow. Yeah, we, exactly. we ain't got that time. Doing well. No, How often are we gonna say each no, other's we're, names? No, no, we're millennials. We have like we're we're the newer. We we have to abbreviate things because we have to save time with saying more words. By, we have to say more by saying less. Exactly. Let's throw a wrench in it. Let's go middle names. What's what's your middle oh. name, Kyle Springer? Bradley. It is the same. Brad? It's redacted, it's you said? I, I wish. <laughs> it's redacted. It's Bradley. Bradley. Uh, okay. Bradley. Yeah. Ah. I'm Andrew. Hey. My middle name's Andrew. Bradley and Andrew. Yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Great. Just go off of that. Now, nice. Yeah, now you no really start Kyle. messing people up where they're like, like, hello, my name is Bradley and joining me. And everyone's like, where the fuck? Where'd Kyle go? <laughs> uh, well, Kyle Stevenson. I'll stick with that one because that's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> you um, can just go with Kyle. Right, yeah. I, I've, I've seen you around the internet, uh, but I'm not super familiar <laughs> with you. So... Like me, I'm sure there are some people out there who who do not know who you are. Who would you say uh, you are and what you do? Well, I won't go over my name. We've gone over that a whole bunch. <laughs> but I've, I'm here in uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, I've been a long time from the beginning kind of funny best friend. And that's really where a lot of people know me from, cool. uh, that community. Um, I 
helped start Kinda NYC, which was the New York East Coast area best friends where we would go meet up every other month to like movies or whatever when we weren't locked down from being in a panorama. Um, So now that we were getting more into like the game side of things, we rebranded to 61 Indie where we uh, cover indie games and talk to indie developers and um, all that kind of fun things. And in addition to that, I co-host... PlayStation in the Trophy Room, which is a PlayStation podcast every single week. Um, talk the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation, which I do with another kind of funny best friend that I met during one of the kind of NYC meetups, nice. actually. Yeah. So it's been uh, for three long years uh, doing that each and every week. So we have a good time. Good stuff. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. What would you say your favorite video game is? <clears throat> it's a little bit of a cheap answer. Uh-oh. Because I feel like it's a lot of everyone's favorite, but it's the last. Okay, okay. I I am. I I am a PlayStation person from the beginning, from the get go. Um, Only owned an Xbox One X very briefly Mm -hmm. for Game Pass reasons, and then I traded in towards my PS. Nice. (laughs) So it's uh, (laughs) from PS One, PS Two, PS Three, PSP, Vita. For VR, it doesn't matter what PlayStation thing it is. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna play a lot of hours on it. So, so how much? How much Blue. did you absolutely love the the Astrobot game that came with the PS5? Oh, oh man! Yeah. Oh my what god! What a trip! It's yeah. the best thing. I love That's right. it. Right. I still go back and play it almost every other nice. Week. That's Just awesome. dive in those speed run things. Oh, the They're like so the fun. High score. They're so addicting, and whenever something like pops up, like oh, so and so took the lead, you want to reclaim it? Yeah, Hell yeah, yes, I'm in there. <laughs> you're playing another. You're playing another game. Justification. You're like, all right, all right, I'll game. I'll be back. Exactly. Springer, you yeah, like yeah. those speedrunning level? <laughs> I look. I you guys duped me. I was hoodwinked. You said the platinum was it's easy and you. simple. It and is I, easy. I, like I, I played the game for like thirty hours and beat it, and then went back in for another. Three hours and still wasn't done with that game, and I was just like, "Screw this! This is this is dumb." I, lo- I love this game, but this is dumb. <laughs> That's a one of a kind issue. The, the Astrobot game on PS5. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, sixty hours. No, I, I've, I've <laughs> done six. <laughs> oh, I thought he said is, thirty and thirty. I was like, "Whoa!" Three and three. Okay. Can you imagine? Oh Dude, I spent six hours on this game and I still can't platinum it. God damn it. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I wanted to platinum that game. I might still one day, but I just, it was just like, I, I thought it was only going to be like a four hour platinum and I'm already like six hours in. So I know I'm right there, but I was just like, ugh, I'm mm-hmm. still not there. I hate this. <laughs> chief, chief, you platinumed See? Miles Morales, right? Yes. Breaking news. Kyle Springer That's says he played Astro, Astro's Playroom for six hours. On his PlayStation account, okay. it says oh, wow. he's only played it for a total of five uh, hours. Uh, there you go. Real close. I, I almost had it there. Good for me. That's crazy. It's taking That's a crazy. wild no. guess of how long I played. Six hours. You know? Put that on private. Put that on private. <laughs> yeah, I did right now. Now, Kai Kai, I, yeah. so you are very into trophies then, since you're... I am with your podcast and all. We have a trophy hunter of our own. Yeah, we're here. I know. I I, I heard he he doesn't do real well. No. I, I saw that all day on Twitter. I <laughs> he's got to catch up to uh, somebody. Yeah, I, I, who could that be? I I want I want to point uh-huh. out. I want to point out right now that I am at level 
four ninety nine. Ooh, nice! I'm okay. about to break the five zero zero, and you can We're... bet I'm gonna make a response to Greg where he told me I would quote never hit five hundred. Mm. <laughs> I'm real close. I'm almost at five. Oh, so I'm higher. Th- oh, I I am I am ahead of Kyle. I'm ahead of him. <laughs> well, I'm actually I'm ahead of I'm ahead of both Kyles, but you know. Yeah. Well, I think out That's of all of us, saying much. Springer I is the lowest. We checked I, that I out the so. other day, and I think he he was the lowest one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can't plan an astrobot, then yeah, that figures. You know, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. You know, touche. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I- I'm the fourth person in the world with them will be the show 21 platinum. Oh, wow. So wow. I, I, I take I take trophies very seriously. Are you serious. that close? When I'm in it, I'm Are in it. Are you that close? No, I've got it. Oh, you I'm got done. it already. Jeez, wow. The fourth, the fourth person, person yeah. in the world, I'm, Alan. Look wow. at that. Yeah, man. According to PSN profiles. Wow. Uh, fourth in the world. I mean, I'm working on my near replicant platinum, and wow, side yeah. quests are a bit. Mm-hmm. We could go into yeah. what we've been playing with. Yeah. That. Yeah. With you saying that. Yeah. Go do it. Do Let's it. go in. Or on do I that. just do I just <gasps> take it away? Nope. Alan. All right. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So the good transition. So I I have been playing a lot of near replicant this weekend, and not playing the original near back in 2010. Man, I have watched so many video essays on replicant. I'm not saying the title, but I know a lot about this <laughs> game's history, its development, its design choices. And they didn't really change a whole lot. They changed the combat a bit to make it closer to Automata. But this game's design is strange. Like, the map is pretty huge. There's no, at least from where I'm at in the game, being in the second half of the story, there's no fast travel. And this game's side quests and stuff has you running around the map constantly. And there's no fast travel, so it's just kind of mindless running. And you know how... um. Has anyone here played Twilight Princess, how the Hyrule field was kind of big, open, and not a whole lot going on? Yeah. No. So that that's kind of what, like, Nier's open world is kind of like. There's stuff sprinkled about, but there's not a whole lot going on to really collect or grab or anything else. And the strangest thing is, and this is from the video essays, the game doesn't really give you a full-on tutorial. You actually collect tutorials randomly as you kill enemies or break oh. boxes. Yeah. There's an ability called sidestepping. I kept doing this by accident, and I can't look up how to do it until I killed a random enemy, and the game was like, you've unlocked the sidestepping tutorial. Then it actually, I could go in the menu and find it, and then it told me how to sidestep officially. And it's really, really strange. But for Weird. whatever reason... The game is super addicting to play, despite yeah. being kind of awkwardly designed. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's. I've been playing it as well. I, I could say the full title here, uh, Alan. No, yeah, go um, for it. Near Replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine two two four seven four four eight seven. Uh, one three nine. So I've been playing that as well, and uh, I'm sorry, Gino. What was yeah, that one more time? I, I didn't want, get the whole thing. We talk about. Don't, <laughs> if you say the title, if you say the title, it, you better it. say the full title of the game from now on. Deleted it back. So, <laughs> so, so I've been playing it as a uh, as well, and I I I totally understand what you're saying, Alan. This yeah. is this is, obviously this is a dated game. Oh and yeah. I didn't play the original the original version, but. 
um when i booted it up and immediately um once you do that little beginning part and then yeah. you go into the actual game yeah i immediately fell in love with the vibe of it um the, yeah. the music the music is one thing that really uh uh it draws me into different kinds of games i really like soundtracks and stuff like that so oh yeah this the music, one obviously every, everywhere you yeah. go the music is top notch yeah, exactly everywhere. so I, that that's always a, a a great thing to hear um when i'm when i'm playing and uh you said twilight princess it reminded me a lot more like of of shadow of the colossus yeah that too uh, it has th that big open field and you're you can off you run fast this is the best thing that, the way that you that you're I, that you're going around in this game. I you feel run like fast. I feel like rolling constantly is faster than just running. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah. You so you've played more than me. I've probably played, I think, a total of like three hours or something. Yeah, I um, think. Yeah, I'll, while you're, I'll, I'll look it up really yeah. quick. So I'm still in Act One, but this game, guys, I, I, let me tell you, it is, it is extremely fun. And I was the entire time that I was playing, I was like, I can't believe that this game is this old. Because it doesn't feel like it. I feel like no, it's it's I, not even that old though. Yeah, no, but like I feel like older than Automata. You know what I mean? It feels yeah, like yeah. it's around that same exact time that Automata came out. Obviously, Automata has the you know those quality of life updates. It does have the fast travel. It does have all that other stuff. But it feels just as you know. It's it the gameplay is not clunky at, by any means. It's very um fast paced. It's very fluid um doing attacks and and magic and all that stuff and it's way i was already excited for it but then playing yeah. it just absolutely you know so solidified all that so i'll give you a couple of like of cool things so i i have played replicant for 20 for 24 hours okay so i'm so i'm i'm a, I'm a lot i'm a lot farther um one one interesting note when i was looking through trophies for fun this game is actually short. There's a trophy for beating the game in 15 hours because mm -hmm. the game is fairly short. Um, in terms of the design, Gino, how much do you like that lock-on system? I don't use it. You don't use it? No, I don't use it. See, I use it. The original Nier never had a lock-on. Mm. And also, what if I... So, like, the game, the game is, like... You're right. The game is amazing. The themes in it, especially when you get later... Part act one of the game where you're at Gino is honestly probably some of the weak, like is, is the weakest part of the game. Wow. It is the that's, most, that's great to know. It is the most kind of mundane, like not a whole lot going on. Like it's interesting, but it's the most basic, not interesting part of the game in terms of everything you're kind of doing from the beginning. But in act mm -hmm. two, it definitely picks up where things get a lot. They, it starts, it start you, once you get to act two, you start really feeling the automata where you get those same feels when you're playing it. Um, in terms of everything else, I didn't know this from playing like an from like action games. Did you know through weird methods there's a there's a helmbreaker ability where you can slam down enemies, but you can also you can also air launch enemies into the air. But the game cool. never will teach you that anywhere. Well, you haven't unlocked the tutorial then yet. No, no, there is no there is no tutorial for this one. I I had to look this up. You actually, it's, it's just a random thing. You have to hit X and do a heavy attack at the same time. Oh, wow. Easter and egg, the, Easter egg. There you go. And the last tip that I'll give you for an Easter egg that's not even part of the story. Um, there's an area in the game where there's this girl singing a song. And the song, if you play an automata, the song sounds very familiar. 
mm-hmm. but there's a side quest that doesn't even give you like a great reward. It just gives you money. But if you do the side quest, it'll have two characters singing the same song in the in the bar in one of the bars, and it's a song from Automata. It is literally oh, the cool. same exact song from Automata. Hmm. I have Just another a, interesting tidbit, actually. The yeah. the voice actor, the main character of that we play, yep. is the voice actor from uh, Demon Hunter, the main character in Demon Hunter. He is like and, anime. Oh yeah, he is yeah. like anime. Ten, Tanjiro, I believe his name is. I don't. I don't know. Tanjiro. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, honestly, every every main character replicant is actually a very, very well established voice actor. Like everyone is not even just the main character. Like everybody is. Yeah, the voice acting is incredible. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, that's that's all I got for replicant. I'm going to keep playing more. I'm probably I want to finish this game by Friday when Returnal comes out. So I have to kind of get to work a lot faster on it. So me too. I'd finish it faster if I had a fast travel system but you know I mean. <laughs> there you go that's what i've been playing so that's all i've been yeah. playing i i don't have much else i played the castle re8 demo yesterday when it finally unlocked like i played that yesterday and it honestly it just cements my hype for the game it really does feel oh. like re4 and 7 had kind of fused together mm-hmm. but there there wasn't actually anything like huge in the demo it was just another section of the game which just cemented how much i love it and I won't mention the Anarchy games. It's just a visual novel game with puzzles because I'm really bad at those mm-hmm. puzzle games. Oh, the the RE8 demo. Like <laughs> no, the I did the Village RE8 demo, and that demo absolutely sold me on that game because there was the the one scene where you're in the house and then everyone starts attacking each other and then the house goes on fire. No spoilers, obviously, but uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm glad you said that. For, I was, that's what I was thinking. And then your character dies and like. It's crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> I said a spoiler there, but it's not yeah. a spoiler. I'm just no, no. That's just like kidding. an I'm SNL character. That's a rejected <laughs> SNL yeah. character. Someone that blurts out the spoilers. That's a spoiler alert afterwards. <laughs> I'm saying the entire spoiler. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Okay, um, yeah, thanks. But yeah, I was absolutely sold on that game with that demo. I can't, I'm super excited for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I haven't yeah. played the demos because I, I'm already sold, so You're too I don't scared. need to be spoiled. <laughs> yeah, too well, scared. Kyle, no, Kyle's too scared. <laughs> Kyle Springer is too scared. Kyle Springer is too scared. No thanks, yeah. not for me. Mm-mm. I mean, also my. You're also yeah. scared. Also my. Also, also me. I <laughs> am. Also me. I, I am <laughs> as Lord. well. I am scared, but I am gonna play. Oh, nice. Oh, you're braver man like, than me. Like, like, Kai Kai. How how well do you handle horror games? Like. Are you like are you like real slow? Are you like is it the jump scares that freak you out? Is it the tension? Like what? It's the it's the tension that gets me, and I I've never played a, a Resident Evil game before this year. Um, and then part of the trophy room or Patreon, people can vote on what game to do for our Road to Greatness exclusive show, where we play an old game or a new game and see and give it a trophy level yeah. uh, depending on what we feel like it. And they voted on Resident Evil Four. Yes. And I, I was forced to play it, and that game is fun, but not nearly as scary as I thought. No, no, RE4 is definitely the beginning no, of the Patreon. of derailing from like true horror. But all right, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, and then, and then I have played seven because I wanted to play as Ethan going into Eight. village. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that basement in seven is my god, the scariest thing I've played through. <laughs> <And also laughs> like, seven is the least connected to the other game, so you, you'll be yeah. fine. I've just played. Yeah. Sure. And if I wanted mm-hmm. to support you on Patreon, where would that be? I believe it's patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Let's go. 
All right. On that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the one person they should know. I know, right? Let me just double check. <laughs> this is this is on me. Okay. Well, while you are checking on that, uh, Ignacio, what have you been playing? Yo. So I, I have two games to talk about this week. The first one is Emily is Away 3. So I don't know if... Yes. Uh, so have you guys played it? Or played no. any of the Emily is Away? Have, have you seen not, any no. game, I've, gameplay of it? I, I watched people play like the first Emily is Away, I think. Mm -hmm. I used to I used to do a lot of aim in high school. Nice. So no, you, you did You should that. be great at it. So I probably played it, yeah. <laughs> you should be great <laughs> at, at Emily is Away 1. Middle you. school, actually. Middle school, yeah. Oh, high school. yeah. Oh, I... God. I have play. I just played Emily's Way three as well. Oh, and we uh, we had the developer Kyle Kyle Celion for a developer interview on Six One Indie. Another Kyle. Another Kyle <laughs> to throw in the wrench. Yeah. <laughs> so if you do not know the main, let's call it gimmick of the Emily's Way games, is that it all takes place in this either for the first one it was like aim or an aim clone at least, and this one is through Facebook or Facebook as they call it in the game. So, talking about this game, it is, again, everything takes place in this Facebook interface, which is like Facebook, which means you have a wall, you have statuses, you friend people, you have your chat. And so, that's how everything unfolds. So, it starts with you uh, creating your profile, and then your friend Matt friends you on it. So, then he pops up with in the chat, and so you start talking about Oh, hey, you created your profile, and uh, oh, your profile looks barren, or that photo of you looks cool. And so it all unfolds, the story unfolds all through chat, which means that you have, say, Matt talks to you, and then they give you three options to reply. And so one of the things that help immersing you in this story is that you pick one of the answers, but you have to type it in. You do not have to type it in, like, uh, word for word, but... You can't just mash your keyboard and then press enter, but that greatly helps with immersing you. And so eventually more characters start popping up, which are your friends from school because you are playing as a high school you. You get to choose your name. I choose my name, so I'm kind of role playing like me, but a different person of me, a very different version of me. And so more friends start popping up, of course, because of the name of the game, Emily is one of those friends. And so the whole story is about you dealing with these relationships. Like uh, one of the early decisions that you have to make is whether you go to Emily's party or you go to your friend Evelyn's party. And so since it, all this is immersive, you have to talk to them both first because they are your friends. And then eventually they will both invite you to their parties and... So you go to their profiles or actually to the page of the party and you choose whether I'll, I'll assist or I won't or maybe. And so I chose to go with Emily's party because I'm, of course, hoping to build a relationship with her. So I picked the Emily option and then it, it, the game takes place in chapters, which are basically different days, not necessarily concurrently, but between chapters, there is an amount of time that passes through. So chapter one was the introduction and choosing the party, which party you will go. And then the second chapter, it, it is later after the party. And so 
you get. I believe it's the seasons that take around. Uh, every new season is like a new chapter. I think it's fall, winter, I think spring, summer. I maybe I haven't actually noticed that. I I know that it's mm-hmm. different days, but I don't think it is seasons because I mean chapter three, and I don't think it it has been three seasons. Well, I I think it's around Christmas time and spring. I, I definitely the last chapter is because it I think right before college or during summertime. The first one is ha- about to be Halloween. No, that the second one is about to be Halloween party. The third one is December twenty eighth. So, mm-hmm. well, so time passes and then you get to Emily starts talking to you and you talk about how the party was great and Matt took a picture of you and Emily together and he posts that in your wall saying, "Ah, oh, I I see what you did there because you're getting closer to Emily." And then Evelyn starts talking to you and she's like, "Hey, you've been distant." Uh, you went to Emily's party, but you told me that you would come to my party, and then I saw that you put a maybe in my party. Why, like, why didn't you pop up? And so that's basically the game. It's interesting, an interactive story, which I think does a great job immersing you. Again, it takes place in this Facebook interface. Facebook, you chat with people, and having to type up your message really helps you with that, and also. Sometimes people will say, like, for example, hey, check out these music playlists that I built, and they'll send you a link, and it's a link to this fake YouTube called YouTube, but with instead of a U, two O's. And so you go there, and it's basically YouTube, but since everything is is taking place like in 2008, it's like the 2008 version of YouTube. Mm. And so you can go there, or you have to take, to take this relationship quiz when you eventually get a girlfriend. And it does all, all these things to immerse in this story. Now, now, Ignacio, I have a I have a question. If I could interject, since you just said the word girlfriend, for mm-hmm. us uh, singles out there, uh, is this a good game to learn how to talk to girls? <laughs> sure, but you have to take into account that they are already your friends, and so okay, yeah. Okay. Also, this is like high school, high school so it's yeah. very much like. Extra vowels in the words. Yeah. Interesting. Extra Emojis exclamation and points and, and all that stuff. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. it, it is yeah. you choosing. They, they give you three options, but basically the option is like, <laughs> uh, like a, a yes, but a, like a, an infusive yes, or a, like a maybe option, or like a no option. It is you, and that, those then branch you out. Hey with different two Y's, or hey with three Y's. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big difference yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like going off what Ignacio was saying, uh, I, this I love this game. This is the first one I played. I watched kind of funny play the first two, and that's kind yeah, of how I knew him. Um, and I dove in one night. I was like, because we had Kyle uh, doing an interview, and I was upset because I didn't get to finish the game before talking to him. Mm. So I kind of hopped in, and the way that he immerses a player is yeah by actually tactile typing in the answers and having them go through and just and expanding on those options too it's not like you hit one and it is a hey no it's it's a hey how are you like there's extra dialogue Mm -hmm. to it and clicking on those playlists and having the old school nostalgic music that i had when i was in high school playing as i'm talking to these girls which is what i was doing in high school uh, going into college and having to tab between different conversations and like what I tell you, no joke. I how hard I fell in love with this Emily girl. <laughs> it's it, yeah. it's because of how immersed 
he makes you in that game. Yeah. And spoiler alert, my heart was broken, and it felt like my heart oh, was broken. Like, it was a real yeah. relationship that I was broken up with. Well, like, it, that's how well the dialogue... I, there are options. Yeah. Like, there is a branching path at the end, so I could have maybe made it work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the last conversation, I got a little too angry because <laughs> uh, I was way too trusting, and I shouldn't have been. You and, sent three um, Ys instead yeah. of two, and that, that didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. And it, it's also that Emily has the thing. I don't know if Evelyn, because you could also play it and do the Evelyn side mm-hmm. of things. Um, Ev- Emily has the thing like you can never say bye. Oh, so yeah. there, there will always be. There's always an option to say bye, but if you do, she gets really mad. Oh, at you. Wow. She's not into goodbye. Like so you gotta. Goodbye, so yeah, you have to. I, I get it. Right. I get it though. And guess what she says in the last. Combo. I get it though because saying bye, goodbye, Kyle. And saying I goodbye is the hardest. It. Goodbyes are tough. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like that there's, like, uh, for example, there's these other instance where a character tells you something about your friend that it's kind of like, uh, like your friend did something to this other person, but you kind of do not want to believe it and you're supposed to keep it a secret. And so then you're talking to this other person and the game keeps giving you the option to bring it up. And so you have to be conscious about what you say and what ramifications they will end because this other person told you their side of the story but you do not know if your friend actually did that or not and a bit of a spoiler alert if you go enough through it and you come into not talking about it with other people you'll discover that your friend might have not actually have done anything wrong like it was just kind of misunderstood but the game kept giving you the option to like gossip about it yeah and so you have to be yeah really conscientious about what you're saying because you are building relationships with these people and so like what happened to Kyle it could end like any other relationship it, it could end mm-hmm. depending on what you say and also I love and it is a really oh sorry go ahead. yeah it does a really good thing like in the background too like it is the old school Facebook wall where it wasn't just people's pages you can see what everyone yeah. does for to everyone else and if you're really paying attention you can see these other side characters that are impacting your other relationships with other people pop up in pictures mm-hmm. and like and like writing on other people's walls but you can't see it because you have to friend yeah. them and if you friend <laughs> them that could make that your person you're in a relationship with distrust you like why are you being nosy like there are these really cool top eight on myspace how could you Mm -hmm. oh so yeah that's he he uh i think i asked him that question in the interview why he went from uh aim to facebook and just left out myspace and he just said like facebook was just more nostalgic for him that makes sense so that's why he missed it but like myspace would have been Awesome. Yeah. Do the whole top eight thing and whatever. That was cool. the second one. Aim to can't remember. Aim, yeah, it was <clears throat> aim too. But yeah, and also I love just one of the things that I love is that of course the title is Emily is away, which is a reference to the first game. Which since it takes place in aim, basically getting an Emily is away can be like your game over it, because you did some mm. bad stuff with her and getting an Emily is away could be a game over screen. But yeah, I love that they keep. There's always an Emily there. There's, there's always, always an Emily that you can never. There's always an Emily. There's always a Lego. <laughs> exactly. There's always an Emily. There's always a Josh. There's always a Kyle. <laughs> there's always a Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, that's it with the game. I think that uh, I highly recommend it to people that especially like the 
this kind of storytelling and immersive storytelling. Absolutely. And just to experience the his own version of YouTube. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's not just music playlists. They have, like, Chocolate Rain on the side oh, nice. or that that wedding party video where they're coming down the aisle dancing the Chris yeah. Brown that I have not thought of forever, yeah. but it was on the sidebar. Oh, that's so cool. Like, some really classic YouTube videos And also, on there. one of the things that the characters do is that since it takes place in 2008, they make references to things going on in 2008. Like, uh, they talk about movies or bands not just ah. made up bands or movies. They, uh-huh. It's actually real stuff from the that's cool the time. So it yeah. really Man. like advertisements for like the dog hotel, yeah. hotel for dogs. On this, <laughs> on this point, side. Yeah. It, There's also like a, a Greg Miller reference in there too. If you type in "Game Over Greggy" and like the secret, something pops oh, up. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. So like the or kind of funny or something. What about like, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of hidden secrets there. What about two girls, one cup? I was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not YouTube, Gino. That's not YouTube, yeah. We're talking about, it. Talking about it nonetheless. I was 10. Gino, just, just go, like, like we're going to talk about MLB at the show. Gino, you go look that video up, you know, you since, since you're thinking about it, I guess. A live yeah. react on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was one of the games I highly recommend people go play it on. That's cool. It's actually, all three games are actually pretty cheap. Right, so on Steam, uh, is it on Steam? Yeah, on Steam. That, oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So highly recommend. And they're all standalone. Nice. Yeah. Like you don't have to play the first yeah, yeah. one to play the second okay. one. Uh, and the other game that I played that I wanted to bring up was Portal Reloaded. So Portal Reloaded is, I believe, it is a fan game, fan made game. I don't know if you need Portal Two to actually play it, but you can. At least you can go to Steam and get the game for free. Interesting. And so I'm guessing all of you have played it, played Portal, or at least know the basic concept of Portal, which is you are in these test rooms, there are challenges, and you have to use your Portal gun, two portals, to fight, basically solve every puzzle. So what Portal Reloaded does is that it adds an extra dimension of, of uh, complexity by adding a third portal, which is a time portal. So hmm. they add this time portal, which lets you go in between this current timeline, which is like uh, Abstergo at its pristine, as wide, as clean, as all that. And then the other timeline is the future timeline, which is all dilapidated, all destroyed. Kind of like in Portal 2, if you play that game. Yeah. And so the puzzles have you not only playing with portals, but also playing with time. And I love how the game has its own time, like time travel rules. For example, you can have, if you have a cube in the present, I mean, say a, a place X, that cube would also, if you go to the future, will still be in that one place. But if you move the cube in the past, that will affect, of course, the cube in the future, it would also move. But if you move it in the future, it will not affect the past. Or if you take, you cannot take your cube from the present to the future, but you can take a cube from the future to the past. And so with all those rules, you can, you have to play and how, hey, I know that I can take, if I take the cube from the future to the past, I can have now two cubes in the past. But I have to take into account that I cannot move the cube from the present because if I do that, the cube from the past will disappear and go back to the future because of That's interesting. Quality. And so it's it is. That if you thought really that cool. Portal and Portal Two were mind bending, this will fuck with your mind in a different level. It is 
I love Portal 1 and 2. These Portal game had me more stressed by, by far than the other Portal games with its added time, time feature. Dang, I had no idea this ex existed. I don't... Me neither. I just I saw... I don't play puzzles. On, on... Alan. Alan. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I just saw on Twitter that Barrett mentioned that he was gonna... Barrett from Kind of Funny mentioned that he was gonna play something called Portal Relo Reloaded. Uh-huh. I had no idea. I had never heard of it. And so I went to Steam and I saw it and played it. And I love it. It's more Portal, which Bob will not give us. So I'm right, glad that yeah. at least someone did something for it. That's All cool. Right. Portal 3. Yeah. That's what I Is this the same mod that you can also play in VR? I don't know, to be honest. Because I know there's a Portal 2 mod where you can play Portal in VR. Ooh. Which sounds insane. That sounds mm. dope too. God, then you, go, then you go through those portals that just keep making you drop yeah. rapidly that you have to bounce in VR? Yeah. Oh my oh. god. That, yeah, that would... Mm -hmm. Throw, you would have throw to up. that'd be awful like your ceilings <laughs> for vr hey I, hey I played portal 2 co-op with with ain't with my significant other because you know i i can't solve it on my own i need a second brain to help me through it yeah you would have a, such a hard time with That's, exactly <laughs> it makes it even more complicated uh but yeah if you like those games and you want another portal game i highly recommend it uh it is very of, of a very high quality uh, Although I do have to say I haven't played much of it, and so I'm ten chambers in from, I don't know how many, but but there's okay. many more. And for now, it is pretty basic portal writing, let's call it, where you will have this voice, this AI voice, making remarks in the beginning of the chamber and once you finish the chamber. But it's not like Glados, which. Of course, starts kind of like that, but then it, it, it keeps evolving into more of a villain, which I do not know if the game actually has that or not, but at, at least for now, on that regard, it is basic portal writing, but in every other regards, on basically level structure, it is the portal, like, you know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I haven't been playing much. I, I don't really have much to say i've been playing fall G -G 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 guys this week and that's about it i am waiting for pokemon snap and returnal so i'm just trying to like chill out and relax and not burn myself out on video games because nice. next we get how you like in the new season next, uh, next i like snap. it a lot um i i've I, I'm, I think i'm about halfway through the battle pass right now though i didn't buy oh. the battle pa pass so oh. I've, I've just been playing it um but yeah it's it's a good mix i i i enjoy enjoy it a lot i liked that uh the like sci-fi cyberpunk stuff because that, that yeah. doesn't it doesn't it stuff. have the new so, update where you can actually like kind of squad up and even if you get knocked out if your friends yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it does have yeah, squ yeah. squads now which i haven't gotten to try out you haven't yet, tried that but, yet mm -mm. but um i have a couple weeks ago it's it's kind of cool it's like you get um points depending on how fast you finish yeah and if you finish and then as it, it pulls them together oh. and it eliminates the place oh that's cool in, like team okay okay nice. so even even if all, so, like, yeah. all of you can still get knocked out but if you still have more points overall then you still make it and correct nice, nice save. yeah yeah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah i know people wanted that uh, because with people playing it they're all like good at it now so it's really easy to just get knocked out yeah mm -hmm. so 
and and for the trophy too. And yeah, I think yeah, it's a well, big for but yeah, because what because what what is it? It's the one where you have to win like was like five leagues in a row. Five in a row. God. Yes. That that was the sole reason. I got it. That was the sole reason I, the I did way. not play Fall Guys. I was like, I don't play multiplayer stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about one. that. Never won one. You've never I never won? even played it. Never even played it. Well, I, uh, because you know, if if you start playing it, you will go all the way through until you know. get the button. I still. Hey, I tough through the witness. If I, pl- I I'll play a bad game. Myself. I'll still do it. I'll. I will. A bad game. I've, I've gotten the the ones that you <laughs> unlock from like. The no, I know. Pass and I know. stuff. I, I know. I still haven't gotten a crown the normal way. Oh. I've almost the wit. Well, we need almost. we need to squat up. I'll get you some crowns. That'll be good. That'll be good. I, I have the platinum in Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. See now now I might have to play Fall Guys just so Kyle can carry me. <laughs> there we go. It's, 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 it's a lot. Of fun. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah, it's so much fun. I'll get the, I'll get the plat. It'll be like platinum number whatever. Like only got this thanks to Kai Kai, thank you. And it'd be like, it'd be like, thank you. Good game indeed. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm mad I didn't get it when it was free because now I have to pay for it. You didn't download it when it was on. Did you not have plus? I just, you know, I, I, I can't speak for past Alan's mistakes. He made mistakes. <laughs> I can't, I can't vouch for him now. You always had the game always too, out to library. library. Yeah. Even if you're never even gonna play, you always. Well, even if it's I, a random game, I really you do wish I could delete it. the witness from my library, but I can't. Oh God, oh, you I can't stop. take this sled. He's been <laughs> on this for like the past three weeks, being like, "This is the worst game ever." Oh. Who likes the witness? It's I had terrible. somebody at work. I told them that game was free. They downloaded the weekend. They played it on Monday. I asked, them, "I was like, how's the witness?" They go, "Oh, I love that game." I was like, "All right, I'm leaving this conversation." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that stuff. There you go, uh, Kyle. What else have you been playing? Yeah, so uh, like we mentioned before, also uh, it is Patreon.com/slash PS oh, Good, good. I got that. I nailed that cool. one. And I do want to correct myself earlier. I said I was in the 490s trophy levels. I am not. I'm in 430s. Oh, I'm close. I'm close to 90 platinums. That's where I got them. Jesus, mixed up. I see. I see. Um, but yeah, I've been playing MLB The Show 21 a whole lot. Uh, it has a ton of flaws in it. It's not exactly the next gen experience I wanted from it, oh. but it's still I consider the show to be one of the best sports games year in year out. Yeah. It's a shame that it's never nominated for Sports Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Uh, I think it's, wow. it should be. Um, it's always NBA and then two racing games and then some other like like more like like smaller oh. sports game style. Yeah, and maybe NBA every once in a while too, yeah. but never the show. And I, I wonder if no, that's just because a lot of people weird. outside of America don't play baseball or no baseball. So I, I think that takes into account like where the weighting goes for votes. But um, and with this, sh- it, it's really really good. The soundtrack's awesome. The Diamond Dynasty is in every single mode in some way. So you level up, you gain stubs, you then can buy packs, and it's virtual cards that aren't worth uh, six figures. Um, <laughs> but you use those cards and make your own team and play against other people, which is really, really cool. My favorite mode in those games is Road to the Show, which is the career mode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I play sports games, is to do the career mode. And the show has the best one where you get drafted to either a team of your choice or you can leave it up to random and then you have to make your way through the minor leagues and get called up to the majors and then just enjoy your career and try to break records and make the hall of fame one day Mm. um it's really really great it is very grindy this year Mm. they took out the option to carry over your 
player from year to year because that's what you used to be able to mm. do. Um, but they took that out because they're using a thing called my ball player, which is where you create a central player and then you can use that player in Diamond Dynasty and Road to the Show and you can also pitch and hit. Um, you can be a two-way player for the first time ever, which is cool, but I miss having my already established uh, player that's already in the major leagues, but now I have to grind through it all over again. And even then, the tracking on like the challenges are is broken, and you don't always get credit for it, so it's really hard to level up. But it's still the show. It's still Sony San Diego. It's fa- it's a quality product. But so so know. Kyle, I want I want to ask two things about MLB. I've, I have a yeah. friend that wants me to play a sports game and he said I, mm-hmm. I can pick it. Yeah, like I never played any sports game like Madden or any of those. You say that uh, this like MLB this like this one has a lot of flaws in it. Like, is this a good jumping yeah. on point for someone like me who's never played any of them? Like, are the flaws that bad that maybe this isn't the good starting spot? Like, go back to the prior one or wait for the next one. So I I do think it's up to what you make of it. Okay. So like if you want a pure simulation of the sport like as real life as possible, yeah. then you can play it as it is. But they do have ways where you can bump the sliders so you like you can just hit home runs every at bat if you wanted to <laughs> and make it hard, make it easier to hit or easier to catch and and run. Yeah. They also have this really cool thing called a retro mode. Where you can play an entire franchise, I believe an entire franchise in that mode, and it plays like the old school Ken Griffey baseball on N64. Hmm. It's literally just one button to pitch, one button to swing, and you can move your player around in the batch in the box, and it has the retro um, graphics oh. and home run sounds awesome. and overlays and everything. So it is very friendly in that regard, yeah. but it's more in line with like a super sim base kind yeah of so thing. so this would be like a good game uh, like this would be a great one yeah. to jump on especially if, if you have game pass why not i don't i, mean, I, that's... I don't have i don't have game oh but, now, now my other important question is how bs are the like if i get it how bs are the trophies Oh, this year's is the best. It's the uh, it's very doable. There's no <laughs> online modes. You don't have to play against anybody. Uh, there are a lot of trophies that can stack if you want to rig the system and do a. He's like, I like those words. Like I'm a Mets fan, so I played my Mets versus mm-hmm. a Double A minor league team, the worst in <laughs> nice. the league. All right, and like I I did it no problem in one game. The only grindy thing is is Road to the Show, where you do have to get up to the majors, get called to the majors. Okay, that's that's the only really long. Okay. One. That that's all, all I needed to hear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm, I'm scoping them out because my friend, my, I'm, I'm making my friend play RE7 completely, and he told me that he's gonna make. I gotta play a sports game, but now I, I am allowed to pick mm. the one I want to play, and I think I got an idea about one to play now. Cool. There you now, go. Yeah. Plus, it's, plus, it's if I, one. if I was gonna play any, if I was gonna play any like real life sport, I really like baseball. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Disc, disc golf. Awesome. No. Oh, that's the no, good I'm, game. I mean, I would oh yeah. That. Well, I mean, I would go for Mario Strikers. Yeah. Uh, but yes. uh, Kai Kai. So yeah. For you personally, if you had it to compare, you had to compare it to the last MLB. Would you say that this is a step up, a step down, or a step side step? Hmm. Well, not carrying it, over it, would be. It, a, would... It's it's pretty much just like the same level. Okay. It's it's like that's a side step. Yeah. So. But I, I don't see that as a negative. I see that as it being 
the first game on a on a next gen mm. system oh. as well as on a brand new ecosystem. Yeah. So like I there are going to be road bumps, but uh, I, I have no doubt they'll fix them because Sony San Diego is super talented. So I have no doubt they'll be fixed in due time. So yeah, they pretty much that's... had like their ge- like their generational bumps, but they but instead of trying to really push it right away, they just they just kept what's great great. Mm. Yeah, I I mean like the character the players don't really look all that different like the the lighting and, and stuff is what really yeah. blows me away by by the next gen um but it's and like the with the dual sense like i was hoping for more from the the haptics yeah. but it really only rumbles when you get like a perfect timing to let you know you really got to hold a hold of oh. the ball oh. that's really it oh. um but yeah it, it's it's on par with what they usually are maybe a little less just because of some like instability issues with servers and whatnot but I have no doubt next year's is they're gonna fix everything. Yeah. I turn I turn the adaptive trigger function off. Oh no! You better fix that for Returnal. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I put the vibration on weak. Oh, oh man! Weird. Are you even playing no. games? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still you play them. Those people. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard from people. That I it, also it like it. I, I also like inverted controls if you wanted to really really hate on it. Oh so, you know. god. Oh god. my god. Just hook up my keyboard and mouse and be Nick's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick's repeat. What, what, what are we doing? That's what we're gonna hear next. <laughs> on a PS5. Yeah. I don't I don't play PC, sorry. <laughs> so so yeah, by TMLB, that's one of the things that I've heard that it isn't uh, the step up that people were expecting with the next generation part of it. So I do wonder if it has to do with being next generation and the hurdles that can come from that, or if it has something to do with them having to expand it to other platforms because something that we know that exclusive games tend to be better visually mechanically because developers can focus on one simple platform so i do wonder if it was indeed the fault of it going to xbox and pc or if it was a generational thing i i definitely think it's there's a little bit of uh, that going to Xbox uh, being uh, an issue, but it's also, I think, more of sports games are annualized. They have to come out every single year. So I think that is what the what the issue was with it. Cool. Stay like that, Alan. Sorry, Alan's sitting on the couch. Was, stay like was that. Stay like that. Yeah. Yes, that is Mike. Next, yeah. next, next the last thing now. for me, how how is that new pitching mechanic? I think it is. Right, the yada yada. Oh, the the pinpoint pitching yeah. thing. I suck at it, so I don't use oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It's you actually have to like use the right stick and trace out the outline for the pitch, and it it's not it's not fun to me, so I just don't yeah. use it. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the last game that I played uh, was a game from a couple years ago, but it was free on the Epic Game Store last week. Uh, it's called The First Tree, um, and. I'm a big proponent of sad boy games. <laughs> I like to feel emotions while playing games. And this is 100% one of those games. There is video of me crying at the end of this game oh. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's only two and a half hours long. Three tops. You play as you're, you're controlling a fox. As a man is telling his wife uh, stories about his father. Mm. And you come to find out as you're playing that his your father has passed away. And you're really second guessing everything that you did in that relationship. And as you're playing, the fox is uncovering her cubs, who are 
dead and uh, you you get to the end of the game and I don't want to spoil it because it is a quick game and it, I think it's only two dollars on PlayStation no platinum so it's a bit of a bummer I would uh, play it again for that but there don't worry my Minesweeper on PlayStation has no platinum either uh, <laughs> but it is um, it does a journey like twist at the end that really I did not see coming where um, there's a message on a tree and that message is actually written by another player oh, wow. uh, that has gone through that same journey. And oh, that's it's not like, you know, I love boobs or something corny. And jokey. <laughs> it's actually like the developer, because I watched a video of him talking about it. He actually goes through and has to approve every single message in order for it to populate the game world. Oh, wow. And mine was mine was like so hard hitting and so thoughtful and loving oh, wow. that I was like, oh, damn. Wow, oh. it's, it's super cool. And the length of the me message is actually tied to how many pieces of light you collect while playing the game. Wow. So if you play this game and just go straight to the objectives and don't pick up anything, you can't leave a message. Wow. Or if you only pick up a few, you have to have like enough letters to fit whatever you can. Which works because like the more the more emotional a message you leave, you exactly. have to spend more time in that world. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. that's neat. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's super super great. I highly recommend last, it. It's, the, the, it's fantastic. The first right. tree. First, tree. yeah, okay. the first tree. Yeah, good to know. Nice. Good to know. Well, damn, damn, Kyle, Kyle's making me want to get the first tree and and sell me on my first sports game. Damn, damn, <laughs> damn. There we go. MLB uh, the show. Well, I think that about wraps us up it. for what we've been playing this week. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of housekeeping. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, if you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier with all kinds of exclusive content. Uh, we recently updated our 2021 video game fantasy giraffe. Uh, so that is up, up there at the $3 tier. Uh, be on the lookout, though, because we are trying to plan out our our, our next one. Um, and I, I think what we're going to be doing is making bingo cards for the review show, which is one of our uh, 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 other podcasts. It's a weekly book club style uh, show. But we're going to be filling these bingo cards up with all sorts of different comic book and movie tropes. Uh, so as we watch and raid stuff on on that show we can start filling out these bingo cards and stuff and i think that 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 that'll be a lot of fun uh so be on the lookout for that down the road too and a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier and above uh so thank you sam and thank you to greg miller who has been uh supporting us uh we love you all and we appreciate it a lot uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, Greg. Indeed. Last but not least, uh, we are normally live streaming on Twitch uh, each Wednesday, Friday night and Sunday afternoon. 
Uh, since we are recording this on a Sunday afternoon, I decided to not do my stream there. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've been slacking on my Sunday streams, but uh, we are usually playing some games on Wednesday nights and Sunday afternoons. And then we do one of our podcasts on Fridays. Uh, so you guys can go ch check us out at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Uh, and you guys can subscribe to our channel there. And if you have, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. All you have to do is link your accounts, which is super simple, and then you get a free subscription to give out each month. And we'd love that to be us here at the Whatnots, because that means we can make bigger and better content for you down the road which would be sweet. So there you go. There you go. Uh, but with that, let's get on to the news of the week. All right, my friends, we have been heard. We have been saved. And we have been redeemed. Sorry, I screamed <laughs> too loud there. <laughs> Number one, PS3 and the Vita stores are not dead yet. In a staggering turn of events, Sony has decided to allow the PS3 and Vita online stores to live another day. On the other hand, the PSP store will still be executed violently on July 2nd, 2021, as planned. And this comes from Jim Ryan over at the PlayStation blog. He said, when we initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors including commerce support, challenges for older devices, and the ability for us to focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future, so I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. I'm glad that we can keep this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy, while we continue to create cutting-edge new game worlds for PS4, PS5, and the next generation of VR. So, Kai Kai, I know that you are a very um, a huge supporter of physical media. Uh, so when they were announced, when they first announced that digital stores were going down, I assume this didn't affect you that much. But how do you feel that they rolled back on that instead, that they heard the audience? and actually decided to do something about it. I think it's awesome that they were listening. Yeah. I think that's the big takeaway is that they were listening to the outrage over it um, and decided to switch it up. I, uh, on one hand, was okay with them closing down uh, because of how little they're just supported now anyway. And from yes, from a game preservation standpoint, it would be nice to just have them there at all times. But I... I to me, I, I'm trying to think of like, this is, we live in a time where this is new, where we have digital stores that have like digital goods and eventually they're going to close. Yeah. Event, like event, they're not going to stay open forever. Right, yeah. I still think that these stores are going to close within the next two years, I would imagine. Because even in this statement, right, Jim's saying like, oh, we, we left them open, but we would have really loved to use this on new and exciting things. The money to like very like backhanded kind of comment mm -hmm. in, in this. Yeah. Um, 
but I love that the Vita gets a little bit more life and those games that were being made for the Vita are hopefully back on. I know Scourgebringer just came out on the Vita, which is a great game. Um, waiting for that physical collector's edition <laughs> uh, to finally be made. Uh, but I, I think it's cool that they listen, first and foremost. Um, also happy I didn't have to spend a whole lot of money very quickly yeah. <laughs> to to get whatever yeah. PlayStation Classics on Vita that I missed. Um, the PS3 one, I don't care nearly as much as the Vita yeah. one. Just because I haven't had a PS3 for over a decade now. Yeah. So. Yeah. The prices did, to your point, the it is wild that the prices did increase with the announcement of the stores closing, and so now they all just be forced to go back down. But yeah, it, yeah. it is wild that this is happening because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with the that Reddit AMA from a former Sony employee, how at least for the PS Vita, it, at, at first the PS Vita, since it wasn't a success, it was whatever for Sony. Sony was just happy having it as a specific form of income, but after the software was cracked, that's when they got it flipped and they got set on killing it. So I'm surprised to see Sony actually responding like that to people that were loud on their criticism about how those stores were closing, even though I'm sure those stores don't get nearly as close as much traction as five years ago, whatever. And so good on them. It is probably a good faith move from them saying, being like, Hey, we, we hearing you, but uh, yeah, I do agree that in probably in a couple of years, this will happen again. I just want like a confirm, like an actual firm date, kind mm. of like what Nintendo did with the Wii, U, the, the Wii shop. Right, they're like they're they're ending on this date, so get whatever you can on this. And it was like a full year. Yeah, was it a couple months like PlayStation yeah. had previously? I think that would be smart. Yeah, I think that's where uh, there was a lot of consternation was that it was such a short notice. So if they do, you know, a month from now or two months from now, then say, all right, the PS3 and the Vita store are gonna be up for one more year. Um, so enjoy it while you can or whatever. Um, I think if they, I think if they originally did that, there wouldn't have been so much outrage. Um, Agreed. So the fact that the the most important part here is that it seems like they are listening, even though uh, I'm I'm always saying that they think you know I know what you want, not you guys. You know, so uh, the fact that they actually listen to that means that you know maybe sometimes they're not entirely sure what the audience wants. And it's good of them to sort of uh, realize that. So, Kyle Allen, any thoughts on on this store coming back? You guys are gonna buy a Vita or what? Uh, no, not no, buying I, a Vita. No. Yeah, I <laughs> I haven't owned a Vita for a while. I still want to buy the Aqua like Japan Vita, which if yeah, I ever uh, work a lot of overtime, I'll probably buy it. <laughs> um, I I'm kind of the opposite of Kai Kai. I actually still have my PS3, and. I, I, it's gonna be a funny story like I was going back my friend was like going through my own trophies because he's also a hunter and I noticed I don't have Del May Cry 3's platinum for the PS3 and it's a separate list so that actually made me kind of invested to like go back and buy the game or have it again for my PS3 interesting um but even if I'm being honest like even when I'm I'm kind of the same like when they announced this news I honestly didn't care and then when they announced that it was gonna still stay alive I also kind of didn't care but it's I think the reason it's just nice is even if I never buy anything for the PS3 or a Vita when I buy one, 
it's nice to have that option for whenever you have that itch to go back and be like, you know what? Yep. I want to play a game that's not on the PS4 or PS5 that is only available here or play a game on the go. It's nice having that option no matter what. And then knowing that someday it'll go away. That's what's upsetting is yeah. that you won't have the option. Even if you don't buy it, you want the option to be there. I think that's one of the reasons for the outcry. I mean, Gino, you, you said that Sony kind of acts some way in sometimes that they know what you, you want, not you. I think that one of the reasons that there was an outcry was that what Alan was bringing up, that people want to know that it is still there for them if they want to go back, even though yeah. probably a good amount of the people do not use those platforms, haven't done that in a while. People just want to know that it will be there just in case they want they want to go back because that's one of the reasons I still have my PS1, PS2, PS3, PS Vita even. That I what if I just out of nowhere want to use them. Yeah. To to add one last um remark on it, mm -hmm. it's also the fact that Sony keeping even the PS3 and Vita stores alive still nets them some money, where if they close those down any physical games for those consoles that people want to buy, as you mentioned, the prices skyrocketed, then people will still pay. People will still eventually pay higher prices or prices somewhere else that aren't going to Sony for these things. So mm -hmm. it's still right now worth it to keep it open because they'll still make money on it. Yeah. But I yeah, I, I foresee PlayStation doing like, like Kai Kai mentioned, and you guys mentioned about Sony's going to come out and say, Hey, the stores are going to go away and I could see where they're like hey, doing the Wii U thing, as you said, where, hey, January 1st, 20, 2022, loose example, it'll it, it's going to it's going to be gone. So you have the rest of the year to get what you want. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that will happen sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. cool. It's just it's just a shame that like. I personally love PlayStation now. I think there's a lot of good to that. Um, it definitely needs a, a whole lot of work, don't get me wrong. And there's there's a lot of really good PS3 stuff on there, but there's not everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, there's only Resistance 3. Resistance 1 or 2 are not on PS3. Which now. is weird. The infamous, yeah. it is very weird. The infamous games are on PS now, but like, they don't run all that great because you have to stream them. You can't download them. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think. I think they might these stores might be open even if it's not a year or two until they have whatever their answer is to Game Pass and backwards compatibility. Yeah. Like I, I would I would love for Sony to come out at like the E three, whatever their presentation is, and like here's I've I've just been calling it here's the PlayStation Museum. Yeah. It's a, a service, just go in and go down the PS one wing and play all these games that made PlayStation PlayStation. And then there's PS two, PS three, PSP and Vita, like yeah. PlayStation has such a strong lineage and and yeah. of great games that need to be that a lot of people don't know about. Exactly. And so I think that's I, that's the one thing I think is missing from PlayStation. I don't really care for a Game Pass competitor. I want that backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sony used to be so into backwards compatibility. The PS2 was fully backwards compatible with the PS1 and the PS3. The at least yeah. the first models played PS1 and PS2 games, so it wasn't until the PS4 that there was no backwards compatibility. So yeah, I miss that. I miss uh, there are a lot of PS3 games, PS2 games, PS1 games that I would love to play, but well, even though I have the consoles, I have the means, it, it would be so much more convenient to having those be in my PS5 easily playable. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of it's because the it, well, a lot of it's because the PS3 had such a complicated. Yeah. I forget what it is. It had such a complicated the, like so development architecture. Yeah, the architecture the of the PS3 was so was so complicated. Yeah. Like that's what made it so tough. That's what makes it so mm-hmm. hard to emulate. Even although, I I do not know how hard it is now because. I found it that it, it is easy for a PC to emulate the PS3. So I yeah. don't know how hard it would be for the PS5 to do it. And also, Alan, to your earlier point about Sony is still getting money out of it. We, again, we have this story that a couple of weeks ago that said that, A, there are more costs than people yeah. think about. At first, it's, no, it's I not know. just keeping up the servers. And also, there's that point where Sony was at some point happy having it having the PS Vita as passive income, but now they, after it was cracked, the stop, the firmware, they went into full killing it mode. Yeah. No, I, so I, I, I still think that Sony doesn't like the situation that, that it, they are right now, probably, but just to appease the vocal people, they are changing it up. I, I still think that they are waiting for the, that opportunity to actually shut them out, shut them off. Yeah. Well, cool, cool. Alright, guys. Instead of talking about the past, let's move to the future of PlayStation. Yeah. Number two. PlayStation will publish exclusive AAA multiplayer game from Firewalk Studios. For those that don't know, Firewalk Studios is a new studio that was created in 2018, and this comes directly from their website. Firewalk Studios is a new game development studio whose mission is to spark incredible multiplayer experiences that inspire memorable moments. We believe the brightest memories in gaming often come from playing and sharing experiences with each other. We are excited to be part of the probably Monsters family of studios, and we are currently working on an unannounced original IP that is being published by our partners at Sony Interactive Entertainment. We look forward to sharing more about our latest project in the future. The studio is made up of industry veterans that have previously worked on games like Call of Duty, Apex, and Destiny. So, Chief... Do you think this could be the next SOCOM, next Medal of Honor? What do you think? I have no idea what it is that they're working on, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to look at their website while you were reading that to, to be like, I'm not familiar with these guys. What else have they made? And yeah, it's like, well, they're new, so they really haven't made all yeah. that yeah, they're new. much. Nothing. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know what to expect, and... On one hand, that is, well, I like I don't really have much to say on that. But on the uh, 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 other hand, it's like, well, that's exciting because like they're they're new yeah. and they they're hungry. Right. And they want to make something wonderful. Um, so I'm I'm looking yeah. forward it, to that and finding out more. It's it's nice to see that because we know Sony as being the third person action adventure exclusive powerhouse. And for them to 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 notice that they are missing this multiplayer game that that's exclusive mm. to them, yeah. Because uh, they have had the you know they've had SOCOM, they've had Medal of Honor, but those went nowhere. So they could make a game with Firewalk Studios that puts them on the you know the esports scene and stuff like that, which is which is nice to see. Now that they've bought you know they bought Evo uh, right, a few months right, ago, yeah. Um, they could probably you know. Combine that with their multiplayer shooter game or or whatever whatever it ends up being, but that's that that is big news for for them you know adding some sort of variety to the library that they have. 
It'd be, uh, it'd be uh, interesting. Alan, would you play this multiplayer game? Real fast. I, no. I, I, no. I no. think it'd be interesting if they could somehow mix the, like, fighting game genre with, mm-hmm. like, a squad-based thing that they can do competitively. That, that, that would be neat. Yeah. I think it would probably be more of a shooter, considering all these people came from Destiny, from Call of Duty. For sure. Yeah. Apex. Yeah. Apex Legends, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, does this excite you, uh, Kai Kai? Oh, 100% mm-hmm. it does. Uh, even though I'm not a multiplayer person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm with you, Gino. I think PlayStation badly needs a shooter in their lineup. It's something yeah. like Killzone is now at the back burner mm-hmm. while Horizon takes over, and I'm 100% okay with that. <laughs> uh, Resistance needs to come back, uh, but until that time, they don't have an exclusive FPS game that is you can only play on PlayStation. Yeah. And combining this news with the other news of Jim Ryan saying, like, there's going to be more exclusives than ever and, and making partnerships with other things, I think the future of new original IPs on, on PlayStation is going to be super, super awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which a lot of people were afraid that wasn't going to be that way with the you yeah. know, with the news that we got last week or, or a few weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But it looks like, you know, there's still a bunch of stuff that we don't know that they're doing. Yeah. And this is so, just one of those things. Yeah, this just shows you what Sony's strategy is right now, where they are known for being the third-person action adventure game, and that's mainly what their studios are working on. And we even had that story a couple of weeks ago about how that seems to be the internal structure of them, how they favor those types of games. But this news just goes to show you what their strategy is now, where, yes, their own studios will work on what they do the best, which is those kinds of games. But Mm -hmm. whatever other holes that they do not have covered, they can do partnerships. So they have this partnership. Yeah, we've seen that already, too. Yeah. Right. Like, if you if you look when the PS5 was first revealed at that event, and all the indies that were de- debuted mm-hmm. on there and shown off, like Stray, Bugsnacks, Jet the Far Shore, yeah. Yeah. Goodbye Volcano High, all those I'm sure have some sort of timed exclusivity on PlayStation or only on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then you see the other things of like uh, Final Fantasy 16 being yeah. a PS5 exclusive, or the Square Enix game Forspoken, which was made specifically for PS5. We've already seen these deals kind of already in the works, but now we have confirmation that's going to be even more. And even like Deathloop and Ghostwire, even those those are exclusive things are like gone yeah. now, yeah. Um, or at least par- like soonish. We'll probably hear when they come to Xbox, but I, I think it's super awesome. And yeah, I w- at first that article that Schreier put out, I was like. Why? <laughs> Stupid. Don't don't worry. PlayStation's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I think the other big one people were upset were was like with shutting down Sony Japan, there will be like that Japanese influence. But even then, like they put money and invested in. I think it's Team Asobu, Asobi, which is like Team Asobi is a well, part of Asobi. No, so Asobi and Asobu are two different oh, things. Oh, I, I so Team that. Asobi made Asherbot. Yeah. T- uh, it's I don't think it's a team, but it's a it's a program called Asobu, which fosters Japanese indies. Oh, and they've okay. become like, PlayStation is now like the face of that. So like they're going to put money towards these Japanese indie games and stuff, uh, which is rad too. So hmm. PlayStation's making all the right moves. Yeah. They know their weaknesses, it seems yeah. like. Um, and I think this multiplayer game is mm-hmm. sooner than I think a lot of people think since it's been working on 2018. Yeah. yeah. 
I would not be shocked by June comes around. We see a little tidbit, little teaser. I'm getting a here. I'm getting a Sobu uh, premium drinkware, water bottles, tumblers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, that there's side <laughs> But yeah, so I actually do want to mention, uh, Kyle, to your earlier point, you were trying to look up what what this uh, what the studio has done before, and I feel like that you know drives home the point that Sony likes to rather than buy studios, they like to nurture yeah. studios. Mm, um yeah. so like for example when we've seen xbox you know they buy obsidian we know okay so they're gonna make a, a single player rpg first person whatever whatever they're gonna do because we know them from fallout in new vegas um so the different strategy that sony has where they try to create these studios um and build that team that that firewalk is building with people from destiny uh apex call of duty stuff like that to then you know create this this ip that is entirely new to everybody is, is really cool to see them continue doing uh, rather yeah. than seeing them buy studios and then here, do your thing. Time. And you know, to your That's point, really this isn't the first time. Like, uh, I do not remember what studio it was, but yeah, we recently got the news pretty much similar to this one where Sony was partnering with this new studio headed by... It was... Uh... Jade Raymond, yeah, Haven yeah. Studios. A Jade Raymond Studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that seems to be their strategy with us. Microsoft seems to be that they're starting now their strategy of we have money, let's buy studios. Sony is of the strategy and they have been like this for a very long time of nurturing mm -hmm. relationships, nurturing studios and say if you get to an insomniac level, maybe they'll buy you in the end. Exactly. But yeah, that... That seems to be their strategy, but I do wonder how far that will get or how long that will last, because if you do have Microsoft doing all these purchases and depending on how aggressive they get, you have to wonder how aggressive they'll get with that. And seeing as Sony has nowhere near the budget for those kinds of things that Microsoft has, mm -hmm. will they start getting outbid? by Microsoft, I I don't know. I, I do wonder that. It could be as simple as thinking, uh, shit, Microsoft buying Microsoft is buying everything, so we might as well make our own. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably... That's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. that That's, like, where, as far as my fanboy hat goes when it comes to being a PlayStation fan. Like, when I saw when I saw the news that Xbox bought Bethesda, I was very upset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm on the team of um homegrown or foster those relationships like have a strong one before you buy them and not just pluck them uh, an entire third party arm out yeah. like not even just like a single team you bought the whole damn thing <laughs> it's very much as like another baseball sports reference it felt like the old school yankees yeah when they were just buy they were just signing all the best mm -hmm. players uh so like when playstation signed or uh, bought insomniac that was huge because of the rich and deep PlayStation history there. And I'm not saying Bethesda didn't have that with Xbox, but uh I'm I'm hoping that we in the in this year we see PlayStation by House Mark. Mm. And I because yeah. I think Return of the Previews, I don't see how that game can be bad. Yeah. Nope. It just looks fantastic. And also I think they should buy Blue Point. Oh, after what yeah. Blue Point is yeah. done for them. Like those are two gigantic purchases for yeah. PlayStation. Mm -hmm. That it would be way too smart. I've, I'm still waiting for the day Blue Point makes like remakes the original three Sly Cooper games. Like I'm still waiting on that. Nah, I'm, nah, I'm, nah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We need them to work on the Metal Gear remake. Oh, 
Uh, give me Legend of Dragoon or Resistance. Ooh. That's what I want. Oh, no. you shouldn't waste it. On it could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. But you know what they shouldn't be... work on? What? CD Projekt Red. Ooh. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Remake Cyberpunk. CD Projekt Red opens up about Cyberpunk sales and refunds. For our monthly update <sighs> of CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk, the company has released the revenue and sales number for the 2020 fiscal year. Cyberpunk made a net profit of about $301 million, selling over 13 million copies. The company has also spent $10.65 million in refunds through digital and physical retailers and an extra $2.23 million through its Help Me Refund campaign. They also expect to lose another $38.34 million due to more refunds and lost sales. The game has still not returned to the PS Store, and although $51 million lost in refunds so far is not too big of a debt they have lost something far worse than that their audience's trust oh snap so yep i don't have much to say about this game anymore to be honest with you guys yeah same um, so do I, you, what do you guys i just i just i just i just wish cd project red like i just wish i lived in the timeline that cd project red like released cyberpunk and cyberpunk was like the game that like they dreamed of Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be re- really nice to see. I I see this, and it's actually kind of surprising. I thought they would have taken a bigger hit than th- th- this. Um, mm-hmm. I I was expecting to hear about more re- re- refunds, but there in the long run there wasn't that much, and I guess I'm part of the reason of that i don't know how to say that exactly but i was what of the problem yeah i I get not the problem but like i i did what i I guess most people did is i bought the game i started playing it and was like wow this is buggy as hell and then i I stopped got over it yeah and so i'm i'm Uh, still waiting on the playstation 5 patch for it to you know get their their next gen thing and once i have that then I will play it. Um, so right yeah. now, I just I bought the game and it's sitting there. I feel like you saying that though, Kyle. You're waiting for the PS5 patch and then you'll play it. I think that's the minority at this point because I feel like people are probably over it. You know, yeah, there's way too much are. out yeah. now. There's yeah. much better things coming out too. And and what what have they done to show us that? Yeah, now that you put the PS5 patch out, definitely good. I trust that it's going to be good now. Now I want to play it. Like I feel yeah. like they've lost that that sort of that goodwill that that I, people are going to hear that and then they're not going to go back. They have been well, plus, putting in the work to to yeah. fix the game, but you also have to keep in mind they had to deal with yet another setback that they got yeah. hacked and they were for a few weeks there uh just could not work. Period. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, they were just stuck, um, which really sucks. So, so I, yeah, I want them to make this game good and better, um, but we'll we'll see what that looks like down the road. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm with you. I'm also waiting for for the game, and I I still Same. I still wanna I, I'm waiting for the next gen versions. I still want to play the game to the point that I sometimes struggle with whether or not I should play it on PC because it supposedly runs better. My PC can run it. And also I've seen stuff like 
how they apparently there was supposed to be war running in the game, but they took it out, and so there's that mod that put it back put it back in. Mm. But then it, I struggle with that, but I I do not know if I wanna buy the game again considering I still have it on right on yeah. my PlayStation account, and so I I'm still gonna wait for the PS5 version because I. Problems and all, that game still looks interesting, and pe- the people that played it with the at least the better versions on the PC or people that were lucky on they their really consoles, like they it. still enjoyed it quite yeah. a lot. And so um, I, I still mm-hmm. want to play that game. They they reiterated that the next gen versions of Cyberpunk and The Witcher Three will come out on half on the second half on twenty twenty one. So we'll have to wait a little bit for. Those versions. Fingers crossed. I am a slut for cyberpunk yeah. shit, so bring yeah. it my way, guys. I, bring it I, my way. I'm also waiting. I, I played the first hour or two and was super let mm-hmm. down. I don't know anyone else that played the beginning, yeah. but I they made such an emphasis on the different lines you can go, the different types of person your V mm-hmm. can be. And I picked Nomad. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to explore this world for hours, this outside world, before heading into the city. Within an hour, I'm in the city, and it's the same thing that everyone else gets, at the same little montage. I'm like, this is a super big letdown. Thing, yeah. uh, but I am, su- I still want to experience that story and, and see what it's all about. Um, interesting to know, because I was trying to look it up, make sure I had my numbers right. Even though PlayStation pulled it from its store, it sold... Uh, more copies on PlayStation than did on Xbox, and Xbox had the marketing wow. rights to it. That's... Wow! So 56% of everything was PC and Stadia, 28% on PlayStation, and only 17 on Xbox. That's crazy. I, I'm guessing yeah. that that's mostly people that bought it before it was taken out. That oh, yeah. Be... What, what, that's not, yeah, that, that oh, yeah. Your... <laughs> that would be like... <laughs> No, there's... never mind. Never Some mind. of them probably bought it after I was taken. No, I, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna go buy Cyberpunk on the physically PSN right now. I'm gonna go buy it no, right now. Uh, the point that I was trying to make is, I think the, those people bought it at the beginning of it, right when the game came yeah, out, no. or before it came yeah. out, both for PlayStation and for Xbox. I know the uh, the other yeah. point that I'm reading. <laughs> But yeah, jokes aside though, that is crazy how fast Cyberpunk sold before because Sony pulled it pretty quick mm-hmm. because of how hard they hyped it, that, you know? and it sold yeah. that fast. They hyped that game for well, years. They they had the numbers. Well, it's weird out that there, the that uh, the lack of like review copies on consoles still allowed that game to sell so quickly on consoles. Well, they had the numbers that how the pre order numbers were pretty high. So they they sold all of those games before yeah. anyone saw what the what the game mm-hmm. was like in console. This is why I don't pre-order on the PSN store. There you go. There you go, guys. Lo- I love you, PlayStation, but I'm gonna buy it physically and pre-order somewhere else. I'm sorry. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Number four, guys. This past week we had the Dice Awards, and I I want to pull out just uh two um important things here. Hades won big. Uh, so let me go through the awards that they won. They won Outstanding Achievement for an Independent Game, Action Game of the Year, Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, and they won the Big One Game of the Year. They were going up against Animal Crossing, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, 
Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And then the other big one was Ghost of Tsushima. They won the second most awards that night. Outstanding yeah. Achievement in Audio Design. Outstanding Achievement in Original Music Composition. Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction. And Adventure Game of the Year. So, Good big, shit, big man. wins for them. Yeah. yeah. And Hades. Hades beating all of those games out. Very incredible for Hades. So if I still his, need to play. I still need to play this game. You would actually love that game, Alan. I think. Yeah, I, I know like, I would. Way in. I got to. I I got to fight my dad once, and then mm -hmm. was, was just like, man, that was a good run. I'm not topping that one. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't. You only did it once because daddy. Daddy gave you a beat down uh, that first time, that one time. He did. Know? He crushed me. <laughs> so uh, big big night for those games. Uh, not much we could Thanks, say Dave. about the game the dice awards. I don't, they don't have like a reveals or anything. Like dice awards, do they? No, These are just no, awards, no. correct? The dice awards, as far as I understand it, it is by developers for developers. So cool. Yeah. Wow. Other than the awards they have, I know they had panels that mm -hmm. Caliph Adams hosted. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Cool. It's the awards, and it's not like the game awards where they. It's an award, but also mainly just to show up new games. Yeah. So, you guys have not tried out Hades? No. Try out Hades. And Ghost of Tsushima. Please. It's a really good game. It's Sony, really good. I know you're listening to this episode. <laughs> Call up Supergiant and get Hades on PlayStation they 5. Exactly. I need to know how that game feels on the DualSense. I want to see it in 4K. Ooh. Like, I played it on, on my PC. Oh, and I himself. love it. I love roguelikes. And it's fantastic but like come on i am literally holding i am holding out for hades to come to playstation that is the sole reason i have not bought it i think it definitely will soon i de definitely will soon I hope uh, so. yeah i'd like to speak wouldn't. to mr hades please this is jim mr. Hades, yeah. can i jim ryan <laughs> can I come over here <laughs> mr ryan yeah there you go kyle he, he gets on the you get on the phone jim ryan and you just he goes what do you need and you go do it chief do it mr chief chief Yes, sir. And Kyle Springer. Yo, Kyle Springer Yo, at Twitter.com. Take us into new and notable, my friend. Let's do it. I'll hit the button right now. All right. We're going to make these new and notable not so new and notable by starting off with a hand. The Hand of Fate 2 and Alien Isolation are now free on the Epic Game Store on, I assume, April 29th. Well, they're free now. They're up, up free until now. Until April 29th. Yeah. Until April 29th. Who deleted that from the deck? <laughs> well, it, just, it comes out on the 29th. What month? Free you might now. as well just keep no, checking no, the Epic Games. They, they are free until, now. Yeah, now free now. Up until <laughs> April So they April could, well, they could be free until April 29th? By May time, 29th? By the time you hear this, they're gone. So it doesn't even matter, guys. Wow. doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, oh, this show so, comes out before this. Well, what does matter still is xCloud Gaming has arrived on Windows 10 and the iOS. Nice. That matters right now because it has arrived. I got to get now. me a backbone. Well, I got to get me one of those. I want to I want to use that. I would recommend the Kishi. No. Kimchi. No. I don't play on my I don't play on my phone. It's just like no. I don't play on my just phone. It's a straight flat. No. <laughs> no. I, I think that the Kishi is pretty good. You have Gino? the backbone? I have the Kishi. But you don't have the backbone. No, because they are only being sold on the U.S., so oh, it was either wow. these or try to import it. Oh, Damn it, U.S. So, okay. 
Yeah. Hey. Hey, look. Hey, look. The actual, the actual alive. Look, it's the Vita if it was actually still alive. Look at that. Exactly. Yeah. Looking at Ignacio's accessibility features on the iOS. That's nice. I'll just get the backbone. What's Uh Just because it is the popular one right now. Exactly. Gino, your uh, your waifus, your waifus are coming to PS5 on April 28th. That's right, Genshin Impact PS5 April 28th. What? Nice, good. Would Gino them. play it? Probably not, because he's too he's too yeah, absolutely not neck deep in FF14 still. There you go. Let's keep also, that. Let's keep that in deep. In deep with the all the dead stuff. The game already <laughs> left. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, waifus of Genshin Impact. Your time <laughs> is over. There you go. But Kyle. You're going to snap some new photos of new Pokemon Snap on the Switch April 30th? Hell yeah, I am. You... Heck yeah. Right, what's his name? What's what's the character's name from Ash, the Johto region him. of Pokemon? Ash Ketchum. You no, have to be way No, more no, the guy that took photos of Pokemon. Oh, I have no idea. Brock, that, that's going to be Kyle. I think Tom. Tom. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, but, no, but yes, that comes out very soon. I'm excited. Same day as... Returnal on PS5, April 30th. It's almost here. At the time of recording this, and when it releases, we are less than a week away from this game. Very exciting, mm-hmm. very exciting. Yep. Indeed. Good Some amazing stuff. stuff. And, huh? It, it's Todd. Todd Snap. Todd. I don't... No, Todd no, snap. not the care. I meant the character from the anime. Professor Oak. Todd Snap. No, that's not his name. Alan, if you tell me the guy from Jodo who takes photos... Professor Oak. Who else would it be? Professor Oak. I don't... I... Alright. I'm gonna have to go look up Pokemon There's only anime. one person that, that takes photos and it, it is Tom from... Todd from Pokemon Snow. Alright, I'm looking that up after this. But yes, Funny. the new Notable, as I said before, is now old and noted. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. With that, let's get on to our lightning round. Hey, so we have a... a hefty lift off. Hefty lists of uh, news here to talk about. So, first up, the makers of the list are making a new game called Earthblade. Cool name. I don't know if you guys that. got to check out what it is. If anyone wants to, I like how talk about it. I like how when they first said they were gonna reveal it, they were gonna reveal do a vibe reveal. So you know what the vibes yeah. of the game are. That's real cool. A lot of people should do that more often. Yeah, the vibe reveal. Yep. Uh, so this. A great game, as recommended. Yes, if you haven't played it. Extremely hard, extremely difficult. It is difficult if you want it. Uh, if you wanted to make it easier, you can make it easier. It has some good accessibility options. I did, I did. Absolutely. Yeah, and also the game is officially listed with a big twenty XX release date. Ah, so it'll be twenty thirty something, right? Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Same year that Mega Man. Who was it that did that? They did like a uh, God. I forgot which. Uh, they did twenty. They did two zero. They question marked that number, and then I did. Someone did that. I forgot who was it revealed that. I was like, oh, so twenty thirty one. Yeah. Uh, next up, Amazon sadly cancels its Lord of the Rings game, and takes all the team members to New World, which is exciting. We'll see if New World is, does come out of I pre-ordered it, so... <laughs> That's still we'll a thing. It is, it is very much still a thing, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So was anyone looking forward to this game? 
What? Nah. what? To New World? Yeah. No, Lord of the Rings. Never heard of no. it. I never heard of it before that. We have that Gollum game still. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I still don't know how they'll make that work. <laughs> I don't know. How oh, do no. you make a Gollum game interesting? Uh, Tracy? But apparently Sketchy. no one okay. here cares about the Lord of the Rings, which is pretty okay for me. Next up. Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan leaves Blizzard Entertainment. I wanted to put this in the big news because this is sort of big news, but I feel like there isn't that much to say on it. But yeah. like, I feel like them losing Jeff Kaplan was like, I guess, PlayStation losing Sean Layden, something like that. Like he was the face of freaking Overwatch, you know? So mm-hmm. now we're going to get someone else that gives us updates or maybe we're just going to get a blank face that gives us updates. I don't even know. Uh, they did announce someone else. I, for, I don't know their name, but but Jeff Kaplan was literally the face of Overwatch. So uh, I didn't yeah. I didn't see exactly why he left. I, I don't know if he he gave an actual reason, but but that's uh that's a little bit alarming. A little bit alarming. Yeah. Also, leaving before yeah. Overwatch Two comes out. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not an Overwatch fan, but I know of Jeff from sitting by a fire for twelve yep. hours. On a, on a loop <laughs> and uh it's funny you brought up the sean Layden thing because i feel like he left in the same way mm. like it was very much like no news about it yeah. or no like mutually parted ways i think he just wrote like a couple joke sentences like i'm off to go do something fun different all right see you later bye kind of situation yeah. so i'm wondering if the, it was on bad terms mm-hmm. interesting yeah I, I hope not that would suck but i also, secretly, and maybe not so secretly now that I say it out loud, I want PlayStation to hit him up and be like, listen, come make a come make a game for yeah. us. And again, strategic yeah. partnership. Firewalk Studios, Jeff Kaplan. Join Firewalk Studios. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You have Jade Raymond already. You've already brought in Kojima, even though he might be making an Xbox game. Like, Bring these industry icons over to PlayStation mm-hmm. and have them make an experience yeah. for them. I think that'd be super smart. Exactly. Yeah. Also, speaking of Sean Layden, it, it is pretty well that we still do not know anything about uh, the circumstances as to why he left. Because I do not think that it was in bad terms because I, I've i seen people from PlayStation still talking about him in a good way, mm. in a fun way on Twitter and stuff like that. So sure, yeah. I wonder why it was so yeah, yeah. weird, so you'll, negative. Ignacio, you'll never know, so quit asking. All right? <laughs> Quit asking about it. Never. <laughs> we'll get to the news. We'll get to the bottom of this one day. Nacio's dead tomorrow. <laughs> I will not stop. Uh, next up. I don't know if you saw the leaks this week, but Sony comes out and confirms that it is testing the PlayStation Plus video pass in Poland. So, yeah, yeah this week uh, it came out that... Uh, it leaked that Sony was uh, had this new PlayStation Plus video pass, and they straight up came out and confirmed that they are testing it out in Poland, which seems to be, like the name suggests, mm-hmm. it is a way to watch Sony movies. And Very interesting. I think TV shows, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah Sony movies mm-hmm. and TV. I think it's 30 out the gate. And then every three months they'll add yeah. stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. not it's not well, something that I need or I'm interested in. Uh-huh. But from a Sony perspective, cool. as a mm-hmm. whole, makes sense that they would try something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most interesting. Well, 
the most interesting uh, part of the sentence is uh, you say Poland. Um, so is that uh, in any relation to City Project Red? Uh, do you think uh, they might be? No, I, I no? doubt it. I I do not know why Poland because I, if you remember, they tested out Disney Plus somewhere around there before it came out. So I don't know why Weird. that region seems to be. That so, is interesting. Like a testing ground for these kind of things. It could be like that region doesn't get like these Sony movies like on streaming Maybe. services, and yeah. that's why they're testing out. Because I think even like Canada doesn't. They just recently got HBO Max, or maybe not yet. Like it's mm. it's some weird mm -hmm. issues there between the states. Yeah. So mm -hmm. go ahead, test it out, Poland. Let yeah. us know. How, Let how us know. Goes. I already own all the Sony movies and TV stuff that I want to watch. So this won't yeah. help me. <laughs> uh, next up, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic remake is apparently being developed by, by Aspire. Mm -hmm. So we got the rumor uh, a couple of weeks ago, if not more. That there was gonna be an Old Republic remake, and so now someone else came out confirming that at least the rumors are true, and it it is being developed by Aspire. So I've never played any of the Kotor games. What about you guys? No, neither have I. No, nope. um, I'm not necessarily wow. interested in a remake of this, but I think it's interesting to note that Aspire is owned. By Embracer Garu, so it will not be an EA exclusive thing. They're already starting to and be like, okay, you can work on a remake of that, and you can do this over there, and you can do that. You know, I I still think that it would it would be a remake. So of course it would be an Aspire game, but still there would be ties to EA because EA probably owns. The I don't know if necessarily the Knights of the Old Republic name, but at least the the core game I'm guessing EA owns it. So if you're gonna make a remake, it probably it is that. a bit in a way tied to EA. I, I if if that's the case, I don't know if Embracer would would okay this then. So do you think Ignacio the, the Ubisoft Star Wars game is tied to EA? No, because they, that is a new thing. I think that if if you make something with the Knights of the Old Republic, at least the first two games, it has to be tied to EA in mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. I see. If you do, I don't think it necessarily means that if you do a Kotor three, it has to go through them. Mm -hmm. But if they make the original games, probably they own the original code. I Maybe. see. So yeah, it has to do a lot with the trademark stuff and all that stuff. How. You can own the trademark for the Star Wars IP, but not the code for the game, which would be owned by whoever developed it. So we'll see. We'll see if if it even comes out, because of course it could not come out. But who knows? Next up, Discord Inc. has halted talks to sell itself to potential suitors, including Microsoft Corporation. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's what they told. That's what they told me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> you tried to buy Discord too. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I like Discord a lot. The one thing that is kind of disappointing to me is I was hoping if Microsoft did end up buying them that we would get some kind of like NDI support, uh, which is why we still use Skype here to rec record our podcast. I can 
pull in the video feeds directly and I, I don't need to like do a window capture and all of the, that stuff. And then I know Skype and I think Microsoft Teams has that capability. Um, but Discord does not. And everyone has been like, Discord, come on, please. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, next up, we already talked about this a bit, but Jim Bryan says that PlayStation has been quietly investing in PS5 exclusives and says that this generation will have more exclusive than the previous one. Cool. Pretty exciting. Cool, Pretty cool, exciting cool. Stuff. Yeah. Good. We are. We already talked about it, but that's pretty much it. It is good. Also, speaking of Jim Ryan, he also said that Sony is devising a cloud strategy that will be unique and only on PlayStation. Pretty interesting, considering that we got the news a couple of years ago that they were working with Microsoft on cloud gaming. So I wonder if that deal fell off or if they're using that to create their own cloud strategy who knows so they stop still happy as now so who knows when that will happen if ever mm-hmm. keeping on with playstation and streaming playstation now can now stream games in 1080p something that i didn't know it couldn't do already yeah finally i'm shocked i didn't know that either <laughs> hasn't Holy been moly. a thing already yeah i thought yeah. it could yeah, 720, 720p, but baby. I wow. tried it out last year, and looking back, yeah, it, would, it was probably 720p, even though it ran great. So, oh, okay. yeah, cool that they're opening it up to 1080p, but I think the thing now should be them trying to, to rise it to 4K, I think. Definitely. Yeah. But then again, that doesn't seem like a lot of people use PS now. So unless Sony decides to invest more in cloud streaming, which according to the last news story they might. Uh we'll have to see whether or not that will be a thing. Battlefield twenty twenty one to be revealed soon. I feel like they've been saying like, oh we're gonna reveal it soon, we're gonna reveal it soon yep. every once in a while. <laughs> yep. So uh it's to keep it's to keep your interest somewhat you know yeah stimulated that way you're like oh but yeah battlefield also still along coming. with the story that they said they were going to release a mobile game as well in 2022 yeah they said hmm. so hmm. uh that's uh that's nice another reason to get my backbone uh writing us yeah <laughs> are you sponsored by backbone yeah, yeah. So much? no i just want to backbone no, it, it's just <laughs> that, that's the popular thing right now that's when you hear gino go but backbone like you're listening <laughs> Uh, Use code Gino. <laughs> Check out. Uh, now for you, Destiny dorks out there, Destiny Two out wow. Transmog. Finally, dude. Finally, man. Transmog. Gotta call. Right? Gotta call the Destiny Two dorks like that. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we're all dorks here. It's okay. <laughs> uh, next up. Speaking of uh, Pokemon Snap coming up soon. Fujifilm and Nintendo team up on a Switch-themed Instax printer that will let you print pictures from your Nintendo Switch. Also, a limited edition bundle will come with a Pikachu silicone case. How will you be getting this one? Uh, I won't, but I, I you should. don't know if uh, 
it's a separate printer or it's just an app no, okay, that so... works with the existing uh, Instax. So if you, if you do not know, thing. an Instax printer by Fujifilm are basically these small printers. Pretty much, I think they are like pocket size. Mm-hmm. Small printers that pretty much print similar to a, like a Polaroid, which yeah. is instant printing. And so the way that it will work, it will be through a, an app on your phone. Yeah. Which uh, will connect you probably to the Switch and to the Instax so that you can yeah. upload your photos to the phone and then print it out on the Instax. Yeah, because I, I, I was pretty sure you could buy these printers now. They just don't have yeah. the like app to hook it up yet. But Yeah, no, the Instax printers already exist. Yeah, the, I have one. The thing here is that they are teaming up and that they will make... It's so you can print your photos from your Switch directly through. And like they're going to make a Pokemon themed apparently. Gina could have one. Yeah. You guys want to talk? I'll go get it. Sure. Yeah. So this is really neat because I remember back when Pokemon uh, Snap first came out and they had those stations at Blockbuster that you could take your memory Mm -hmm. pack in and you know get get your pictures with with that thing. That was so cool cool uh and yep. also the like game boy printer Rainer. that they had there game yeah. boy printer yeah that was neat there it is wow printer look at that Polaroid. yeah so you you use the app and then it just prints out of here that's neat that's pretty cool yep. that's cool uh, is it expensive to like refill like the pages the the polaroids are like i think it's 15 bucks for like a 20 pack so, okay. Oh so yeah. I'm just thinking like my niece is playing Pokemon Snap. I don't. I'm got the buy photo paper yeah. every other day. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty cool. They're pretty. No, that's when you just. That's, nice. that's when you just become Professor Oak and you just harshly judge every photo and be like, you can only print one. That one's <laughs> not good enough. You got it. Yeah. Pokemon yeah. Like, like, like they have one great photo of like Pikachu, and then she like she brings you another one, and you go, all right, I'll print this one off, but we're throwing your old one away. <laughs> <laughs> so, only one spot on the fridge. Yeah, only, well, only, I only one have spot. One magnet. Polaroid, yeah. Instax, uh, code Gino. Um, <laughs> Showing on Polaroid.com. Do you have the straight up Polaroid? Backbone? Yeah. Like, no, they. <laughs> what did you say? God, I started to think that they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. No, I don't. I know. No, if you had the, the backbone Polaroid, Polaroid the, the camera. No, just that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll ask again. Yo, Kyle. Will you be getting one? No, I will not. <laughs> I want the game, but I have no need to print out my photos. But you could put your photos on the fridge. I will pass. Yeah. You can have a you. You. So when your roommate sees the photo and they go, what's this? And you go, you like it? I took it myself. <laughs> That's my Pikachu right there. That I found. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, aren't NFTs worth a lot of thing ah, money now? Like, right. you can make probably make some money right. over, over some uh, NFT physical Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Right. Original yeah. Kyle Springer Pokemon Snap photo, Kyle never Springer. printed again. Yeah, Here it is, one of one. So you, you get, get the photos, <laughs> and for, for people that for people that can't buy the game, for people that can't buy the game, you just like, well, I'm sorry, you can't buy the game because they're sold out. But 
I do have these snazzy photos from the game that you could buy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah open up an art yeah. gallery yeah. Yeah, in downtown. Yeah. yeah. Just put really it up there. Yeah. You want Pikachu? I got the choke, my champ. What do you want here? You know? You got. It'd be really funny though. A huge art gallery, right? And just these little tiny <laughs> yeah. wall size pictures wall. on a blank white wall. wall. Yeah. That's all there great. is. That's great. Yeah. Kyle, like Kyle outside. What are you buying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next news story. It takes two has sold a million copies. Last one, good. well hey, deserved, good. very well deserved. Have, am good. I the only one who's played this? Have you guys played this? No, I, I, I have, I have platinum it, Gene. Oh, you have. Oh, he's okay. like, oh, excuse um, me. Do you, do you liked it? Uh, okay. Honestly, this is probably this is probably my favorite game of twenty twenty one so far. Ooh, okay, oh, good. Man. All right. <laughs> I was nervous there. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's actually uh, an, yeah. This, if this game. Isn't at least nominated for something. It, 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 but if they if they if they re-release Cuphead though, it's gonna be a oh god. <laughs> it no. takes two was truly an incredible experience. I think there it's being also called the best uh, co-op game ever or something, um, which I I would I would stand behind that. You know, oh, the, yeah. it's it's definitely an interesting, amazing, beautiful co-op experience uh, that Gina. that deserves game of the year. Or a did you know? Did you know that one of the trophies requires you to be in space and listen for transmissions out in space? And one of the dialogues you can hear that gives you a trophy is the guy is the exact audio quote where he says "fuck the Oscars." It's in the game. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool! cool. That's awesome. Actually, yeah, I didn't know it's that. It's in the game. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. There you go. I'm excited yeah. to see what they do, what that they keep doing, man. Because they they have they have their games have just gotten better and better after every single one. Uh, it's exciting. Cool. Yeah. And then the last thing that I want to talk about that I didn't include on the document here is an update on a story that we talked about last week. Uh, if you remember, Konami seems to be teasing something with Metal Gear. Right. They put out that Twitter account. And so we all thought that this week they might have done something with it. They said they made a reference to next week, which would have been this week, but Still nothing. And so, yeah, the Twitter account has still been putting out photos of still Big Shell. And they yeah. once again made another, another, they talked about again about something happening this week. So, who knows? Not if this today. Week comes and go, if this week comes and goes and now no Metal Gear story, then so we know that we shouldn't have. Getting our hopes up. So your update was uh, that nothing. My update is that Ignacio goes. Happened. I have a breaking news the news update, update to tell you that there is nothing new. That's where <laughs> I Cool. Yeah. Thank you. And that's it. Uh. Well, let's see. Uh, Kyle, we like to end our shows uh with something that we are excited about this next week. So what are you excited? What are you looking to get into? Uh, I am most excited to get my hands on Returnal. That is at the top of the list. It's been a while since we've had a PS5 exclusive. The drought is now finally over. Um, I can't wait. Seeing the video of that Blessing put up of the haptics Mm. on that. Yeah. uh, DualSense and the raindrops. It sounds like raindrops on the controller. Like. I can't That's wait, cool. and I love a good roguelike. I'm just hoping 
the story is good. I want a good story, but I trust in Housemark. I love all their games, mm-hmm. so it's going to be awesome. Go. Nice. Go. Gino, what are you excited for? Are you getting a backbone this week or something? Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. If they're, well, it's because they're going to sponsor them after this, so they'll get a free one. I'm, I'm also excited for Returnal. Uh, the dual sense is, is really something that I'm excited to, to experience yeah. more of. Uh, I'm excited to jump back into some more near. And uh, I finally got a few friends of mine to start playing Final Fantasy, so that's very exciting for me. Cool. Uh, been playing that game for eight years, and this is some of the most fun I've had now with friends, which is freaking exciting. Uh, so I'm excited to jump more back into that. And uh, just video games with friends. Video games, dude. Freaking love video it. games, indeed. Alan. Love it. What are you excited for? You know... You know, we've already mentioned playing more Nier, which I'm going to obviously do, and Return of That we're all excited for, but I'm actually going to do an outside of video game excitement. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to play more disc golf because I went disc golfing on, crap, what is today? I went for uh, for Friday, Friday uh-huh. and I almost got my first ace ever. I threw it, Ooh. and I hit the basket itself. Ooh. Wow. It was like oh, a nice. like 245-foot uh hole mm-hmm. I almost aced it and I will never come closer again but I I can believe <laughs> nice there you go Ignacio what are you excited for this week I'm back and forth on whether or not I'm excited for Returnal because wow. that game looks cool but uh I don't know roguelikes do not do it for me like it does for other people but right now I I I'm more towards the being excited for Returnal other than that I'm thinking about gonna my play pokemon snap yeah join so, the club yeah, hell looking, yeah <laughs> also looking forward to them nice good stuff yeah i am excited for both of the those i will be buying them day one each um but yeah i i think i'm going to dive into pokemon snap soon because i i feel like that's just a a good relaxing way to spend this next week and i'm excited about that so here you go Nice. Go indeed. Um, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us on yeah. this show. It was a blast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Anytime I get to talk to game about games with awesome people like yourselves, I'll take that opportunity. Oh, yeah. Nice. And once again, where can they find you and support you on the internet? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Ksep, uh, which is also my PSN name. So friend me there as well. You can follow the uh, weekly PlayStation podcast, PS Trophy Room on Twitter at PS Trophy Room and the Trophy Room on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcast services. And if you want to check out uh, some cool new indies that yeah. are coming out soon, we recently got to play Tunic, A Space for the Unbound, um, Lake, uh, a crazy sounding game Kraken Academy that has a broccoli girl in it. It sounds okay. weird and it sounds awesome. Um go check out all those preview pieces up at 61indy.com and that 61indy is also our Twitter handle, Twitch and YouTube channel. Nice. Good stuff. How do you spell that PSN name? Now I'm looking at it up. Mr. M R K S T E P. See, that's what I put in. Yeah, it doesn't show up for me. Oh, I'm secret. Magical. No, I'm not. I'm actually not. It's no, very you guys public. went straight to it. I don't know. What's straight to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see why you didn't show up. Why? I'm, why? I'm on on the app. Yeah. It says game, and then it says players. You have to click. On oh, players. cool. There you go. 
Gino, yeah. where can they find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter at Gino underscore Viteri, and you could find all my socials on there. There you go. And Alan. Oh, uh, you can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash AsYouPKK. I am doing a 100% run of Super Mario Sunshine. There you go. And I'm using I'm cheese sorry, strats, so I'm learning, I'm slowly learning how to break the game. Cool. I'm ah. sorry for you. Okay. <laughs> Ignacio, where can they find you not playing Mario Sunshine? <laughs> well, they can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. There you go. And if you guys want to find me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows here at the Whatnots, we you 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 can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. If you have some nice words to say, go rate and review us. That would help us out a ton, especially since we are smaller creators. Uh, we need to get our show out there for more people to check out. So there you go. That 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 about wraps us up for this week. Uh, so once again, thank you, Kyle, for jo 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 joining us. Uh, and be sure to go check out all of his work as well. But with that, we will see you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. The two cars really confusing. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> Code Gino at checkout, everybody. <laughs>